Welcome, beloveds, to another episode of Tea with Indy, where we sit back and chill and go where the moment takes us. So grab yourself some snacks, a cup of tea, kick your feet up and just be in the moment, yeah? Um, it's Leo season. Thank God for Leo season. I shared a post on my Instagram not so long ago talking about the importance of Leo within the zodiac particularly before Virgo and after Cancer. So if you haven't checked it out, to sum it all up, Leo season exists for us to explore ourselves outside of family so that we can serve the world in a genuine, more self-aware, more confident and more self-led way. And this ties into today's topic of prayer because Prayer is a gateway to self. It's supposed to be an anchor into ourselves. So that's what we're going to be getting into. That's what we're going to be expanding on. Um, I got the download about this message about three days ago. And I didn't know if I should tweet about it, if I should make it a thread, if I should put it on my Instagram, like I, I didn't know where to put it. And yesterday I got the insight that no, this should go on the podcast. This should be a message, a word that people can return to, they can listen to at any point of the day because some people don't like reading <laughs> and it's so easy to miss things on Twitter, right? So even though um, we're still completing the bodywork series, yeah, part three is going to be dropping in due time sometime. <laughs> I had to come here and share this quick word with all of you guys. And to start us off, I want to share an analogy that I was given, right? So I'm sure we've all seen those jokes about how guys prepare for a girl that's coming over to their place, how they throw laundry into random places to hide it, they grab a broom and they sloppily sweep things around, they hide things under their beds, right? And I was being told that that's how so many of us treat and approach prayer, that we too rush the preparation process for our guest in this case being god that we too try to make our environment appear as clean as possible last minute when it's not the reality of its normal state that we too don't put in the necessary effort to create an environment that's comfortable for our spirits beforehand and, and there are two parts to this analogy that we're going to touch on. The first part being the rushed through preparation. And the second part being the attempt to hide a mess. So to give a, a practical example of how this analogy can be playing out in real life in this context, right? Let's say you're the type of person that doesn't like sleeping before praying and you've been watching a show on tv netflix or whatever and it's a horror type of thing uh stranger things yeah so you've just binged a whole season and you close your laptop or you switch off the tv and you're like oh i gotta pray before i sleep 
right so there's this short interval between you being in the state of being scared or you emotionally being in this fictional world with these characters versus you now saying okay god you can come through and it's like your internal environment your heart's posture your spirit none of your internal workings have been opened up have been made available to this encounter that you're now saying you're ready to have with god through prayer some people don't take as much time to warm up spiritually because they live in a prayerful state so they can switch from being in one mode to an open heart mode quite easily but for most people that exist with numbness a lack of self-awareness a closed heart or um, in a detached state with themselves getting into a prayerful state doesn't happen without the warming up which takes time and when we pray without being in a prayerful state that's how prayer starts feeling like an obligation something that's routinely not genuine sort of like oh i have to do it let me gather the words let me tick this off the bucket list of the day you know we don't invest our hearts and our spirits into it and it's this investment that plays a role in preparing for our guest it's important to ask yourself where you're praying from within yourself and if you've created the suitable environment inside yourself for God to sit in because these are the things that contribute to how or when or if our prayers get answered because prayer isn't something that we should be half in half out absent-minded about or within prayer is about engaging with the greater aspect of ourselves that's not tainted that's not confined to this 3d realm you can manifest through prayer because by getting your heart mind and body intentional about encountering god you're giving energy clear direction there is a focus there is a, a sign of honoring yourself by honoring god's presence enough to not be distracted or unprepared within yourself for the encounter because um, back to the analogy given you call someone to visit you and it's obvious to them that there's no effort that's been put into preparing for them and yet you want them you want to ask them a favor or for money and in their minds it's like but you don't even take me seriously though i'm pretty much an afterthought to you you want me to do all of these grand things for you but you call me into a place with so much disorder and disorder can be so many things there's disorder birthed from being desensitized detached and numb there's also disorder that comes from what gets imprinted onto us throughout the day because truth is god will always welcome mess right as long as it's our mess as long as we're aware of our mess as long as we acknowledge our disorder instead of sweeping it under the bed when god's present but 
it's got to be our mess. And I'll give you an example of how we can encounter God with a mess that isn't ours. So let's go back to you watching Stranger Things. And it scared you so much to the point where you can't sleep with the lights off. You're paranoid, you're panicking about every little sound that you hear. And then you say, okay, God, come through. But you're misaligned with and in yourself. You're calling God into a space tainted by energies of fear when God's there to talk to you, not you when you're in fight or flight mode because a TV program programmed you into panic. It ends up being a mess in your auric field and then your internal environment isn't receptive or suitable for all that you can access from spirit. But when we take the time to prepare ourselves through meditating, reading a holy book, holy scripture if that's your thing, burning incense, singing or dancing or doing whatever that gets us back into alignment with ourselves that allows our hearts and our spirits to open up, we can have an encounter, a genuine encounter with God filled with clarity. So that even if you have a mess, when this visitor comes through, you know what to address with them, what the priorities are, what to ask for assistance with to clean up. That's the other message of today that prayer isn't about you impressing God. It's about you being real. You're only going to be disservicing yourself by pretending to be okay in areas where you're not or not being open about the areas in your life where messes reside. You'll only end up creating a barrier where intimacy could have been. Allowing yourself to have that time to prepare for prayer cultivates a transparency with yourself. And due to religious programming, a lot of people view prayer as a duty to God, a sign of devotion and loyalty to God, that it's about an external force when it's really for and about us. It's supposed to revolve around us because ultimately when you're in communion with God, you're in communion with your higher self or your highest higher self. When you connect with God, you draw from the well that's your fullest you and you pour into yourself. Another side message from this download is that so many of us pray for healing, not realizing that our healing can come through preparing for prayer itself. If you think about it, by singing or dancing or meditating or journaling before prayer, you won't necessarily have to pray asking God to take your stress away, for example, because those things that you those things that you do naturally allow you to release and return to baseline. If we take the time to engage with ourselves before prayer, there are certain questions for clarity that we won't need if we won't need to ask for anymore in prayer. And um, I think the last point that I wanted to make is that prayer isn't in the words. Yes, there is power in the tongue. Yes, there is power in spoken word, but 
There are a lot of people that say paragraphs, that recite sentences without actually praying because, again, prayer is in the heart's posture. And I'm a big anime fan, for those of you that don't know. And one of my favorite lines comes from Hunter Hunter, where this old man, his name is Nero, Netero, yeah, he's in the middle of a fight and his his power is tied to his gratitude and his ability to be in a prayerful state so what this enemy does is he cuts off his his arm one of his arms and one of his legs thinking that if he can't hold his asanas his prayerful states will be broken and his powers will weaken and this old man said um you believe that i cannot pray with a single arm a prayer comes from the heart if the heart achieves the correct form it becomes emotions and emotions can be manifested the first time i heard that i was like preach i felt like i was in church because they be spitting in anime sometimes and that's exactly it prayer has to do with the heart state and openness And this is something that gave me a lot of context with regards to what Jesus represents in the Bible and why in classic Jesus pictures, he's always pointing at the heart and why Jesus um, said something along the lines of no one can get to the father unless through me. You know, praying through Jesus in one perspective is just to pray from a place of your heart chakra because that's what Jesus represents. And this is why silent prayers can be just as potent as long as you've activated yourself in that area and you're speaking from that place. I mean, you can even be in a prayerful state 24-7 if your heart's posture is correct, if your heart remains open and in a state of receptivity to God if you're always in a state of expectation that God can come through at any moment and you're always ready you'll remain in a state of prayerfulness because ultimately right at least in in my eyes in my eyes (laughs) the peak of spiritual maturity is to no longer prepare for God anymore but to stay ready and to get to this state it would mean that you're always clear within yourself you're always aware of what's going on in your internal environment you're always tapped into your body your mental body your emotional body your spirit right you're you're always moving in the integrity of your higher self You're always honest with yourself about yourself. You're always giving gratitude and centered in the present moment. So ultimately, it's about shifting these things that we regard as practices into our lifestyles, making them our lifestyles, making them the basis of our days instead of additions to our routines. So instead of having to get into a prayerful state you now exist in a prayerful state we build our lives around 
what helps us maintain our heart's posture instead of allocating a few minutes a day for us to experience ourselves in a state of prayerfulness. So you're always expectant. You're always transparent. And and like I said, it's a goal. It's something to work towards. It's something that requires you being intentional. It's not easy due to the demands of the world that can pull us out of ourselves or due to um, our programming and certain trauma responses, but it's definitely something that's worth aspiring towards. It's really okay as well if you can only do on most days due to fatigue or mental health issues or other responsibilities, right? It's really okay if all you can master up is a sentence or two in prayer, but still push yourself to dedicate a day, uh, a week, where you draw up the vulnerability needed and do the whole unwinding for your heart to get into form in prayer. Push yourself to go beyond and above for prayer knowing that it's about you catching up with you make prayer a thing that's connected to self-care because it is it's a form of maintenance -maintenance. (laughs) self-maintenance a word that i just got right now is that um we'd experience less triggers in our day-to-day lives if we learned how to pray from the heart Because what happens, right? And let's go back to this analogy one more time. You have this guest over and you know that you rushed to get ready for them and they pull out a chair and it's this chair that's piled up with, um, envision it as dirty laundry, right? Or dirty underwear. And you didn't expect them to, to sit on that chair, but they did. And now they see this and you see that they see it. And now you see it. And now you're feeling, you're feeling exposed. You're feeling embarrassed and all of that. And you know, it's a whole thing. And that's what happens in real life. When we experience things that trigger us, it's God saying, Hey, you've been ignoring that, but I see it. Do you see it? What are you going to do about that? Can we address this? Like, what's the plan here? You know, and if we were to just get into prayer withholding nothing like, Hey God, I've got a mess going on here. Um, Some that I see and some that I don't. Um, This is the reason why. So, so much has accumulated over time. Can you share a new perspective with me where I'm missing a few links? Then there's really no need for a huge reveal of the mess to happen in a way that shocks you into alertness or shocks you into action or shocks you into needing or having that long overdue one-on-one session with God. Because ultimately we're all, we've all incarnated here to cultivate self-awareness and to evolve our souls. And prayer is the easiest route for us to do this through. But if we're not utilizing prayer the way that we could or the way that we should be, the the self-awareness will have to find us 
in other places in whatever manner because god at the end of the day doesn't need our permission in order to contact us god doesn't abide to our schedules the beauty of source is that it can find us anywhere through anything whether we choose to show up or not but it makes it it makes the journey so much smoother when we voluntarily show up and participate and cooperate in our own evolution you know and ultimately the way in which we pray needs to evolve with us as we tap into and access new versions of ourselves because the way that we relate to God as children isn't necessarily going to be the way that we relate to God in our 20s and our 30s and our 40s you know there's this leveling up that we're meant to be doing because new seasons of our lives are supposed to encourage us to meet God in a new way um i think i think that's all i have to say for today (laughs) um because this is a conversation that can definitely go on and on if you have anything that you would like to add to it if you have any questions um please do send those my way because i i love talking about this because it's something that i recently learned about myself i recently learned how to get into the proper posture for prayer in like 2019 you know and it really shifted a lot of things for me it really changed how i went about life it really changed the type of experiences that i had in life because for a long time i really really didn't know how to pray so um thank you for listening to this episode i hope that you enjoyed it um if you want to reach out to me i'm on twitter at a wave goddess i'm also on instagram at a wave goddess i hope that you have a beautiful day further night further week or weekend further whatever and i will see you in the next one blessed be